Euromat with Robohub, the podcast for news and views on robotics. And welcome to the RoboHub podcast. Today we're back at Promart 2019, the largest expo for manufacturing and supply chain professionals in North and South America. A few episodes back, we were at Promart already and heard from a handful of companies that provide AI-powered robotic picking solutions. If you missed that episode, we highly recommend you check it out. But today, we join our interviewer, Andrew Vaziri, as he catches up with four companies whose products made it into the finals of the Best Existing or Best New Product Innovation Award categories. First up, Vince Martinelli, Head of Product and Marketing at Right Hand Robotics, whose RightPick piece-picking solution was among the finalists for the Best Existing Product Innovation Award. Hello, welcome to RoboHub Podcast. Could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, my name is Vince Martinelli. I'm the Head of Product and Marketing at Right Hand Robotics. So I see that you've been uh, nominated for the Best Innovation of an Existing Product for RightPick, the piece-picking solution. Yes, that's correct. In fact, what we're featuring is the what we call the put-wall offering. Uh, so RightPick has been in existence for about two years now. Customers use it for simple tasks in the warehouse. It's an autonomous robotic piece-picking machine. It can be used in goods-to-person system, systems or in uh, induction disorders. Uh, the put-wall is a new capability. So talking about the, the original system without the footwall, yep. I see it's a universal robotics arm. Uh, there's, there's some sensors overhead. Uh, what, what kind of sensing is it doing? Sure. Uh, so let's see. On the uh, sensing side, the system, uh, our current generation product, is using the uh, Intel RealSense D415 depth <laughs> camera. I'll try to get that right. Wonderful. But, uh, yeah, so this is looking at both depth and color images. That's our, one, of our, one of our primary sensors. There's other sensing in the gripper itself uh, to help it understand whether it's successfully picked an item or not. And, and, of course, you mentioned the gripper. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, one of the things that's unique about right-hand robotics, of course, uh, the origins of our company come from uh, research into grasping and gripping systems coming out of uh, a DARPA program. So our gripper uses suction and fingers to sort of singulate and grasp items gently as it picks. Uh, and it's a unique uh, type of gripper that we have. Yeah, it's, it's very fascinating. The suction cup kind of shoots out, uh, you know, maybe 10 centimeters or more, and then uh, these flexible fingers can close around the object and hold it in place. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the footwall. What is, what is this uh, product that's a finalist for the Innovation Award? Sure. So, um, you know, when you think of... Uh, uh, picking and placing items in a warehouse. Up till now, we had picked and placed, uh, dropped it into a, a carton or a container. Putting it into a cubby in a put wall is actually a slightly different task and a challenge for robotic systems uh, in order to, uh, again, maintain control of the item as you change its orientation and place it. Uh, we're also doing things like capturing barcodes. We've developed uh, standard APIs so that we can communicate with the host software uh, system in the warehouse. Um, so there's several innovations there that combine together to make sort of an integral 
uh, system that can be used in a manual warehouse or tied in with automation in uh, larger warehouses. So if you, if you had to say, you know, what was the single most challenging thing about integrating uh, the put wall, uh, what do you think that might be? Yeah, I think uh, all of the uh, robotics uh, system stuff aside, the challenging thing is always the last steps of integrating into the actual operation, into the real workflows, and dealing with, you know, there's, there's uh, an exception process we have. If we cannot get the barcode, despite our best efforts, we set the item aside, eventually a person can intervene and finish that last pick. Uh, in this system that we deployed with Capacities, our customer, Capacity LLC, um, the people bring the totes that we're picking from and they're swapping them out. So one person servicing totes to the bots and occasionally finishing one hard-to-get barcode scan you know, can work a, a fleet of five or ten bots at a time. So it's a force multiplier. It's a force multiplier, exactly. Yes. Well, I wish you the best of luck in the competition. Uh, hoping that you have a good result, and thank you for uh, being on the podcast. Yeah, Andrew, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And sticking with the Best Existing Product Innovation Award, another finalist in this category was Swisslog Logistics Item PIQ. Andrew caught up with Frederick Henderson, Senior Director for Client Solutions, to find out more. Welcome to RoboHub Podcast. Could you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Frederick Henderson. I work here at Swisslog in our e-com and retail uh, office in Mason, Ohio, and I'm the Senior Director for our Client Solutions. Wonderful. And I understand that uh, you've been nominated for uh, existing Product Innovation Award. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, that product? Yes. And here we show our, our latest version of our item pick. And this is a big, a big topic within, uh, uh, within the internal logistics material handling industry. And what we've done is several improvements to this bot. And um, the focus on this version is to take it from the 500 picks per hour and still focus on speed and not collaboration and get up to 1,000 picks per hour. So it's a super fast robot. So let's, let's uh, paint a picture for our listeners. Uh, the robot's right here in front of us. What does it look like? How does it, how does it move? What is it using to sense the world? So it's a, instead of taking a customized robot, we've taken a standard uh, KUKA robot and modified it with our new gripper. And that is to get speed, speed, and speed. So what we see is uh, a robot with multiple axes that picks units from a tote to a tote. So this is for e-com retail fulfillment and fast e-com and retail fulfillment. So I see that, that the robot, of course, being a high-speed industrial robot, is in an enclosed area for safety and that it has some uh, specialized gripper. Yes. I see, I think it's maybe three or four suction cups. Yes. What, what's the, the reason for that design? So uh, the, the, the gripper is, is designed to be able to grip all kinds of, of different units, from basically one times one inch up to uh, eight times 11 inch, and it can weigh up to three, three and a half pounds. So it can pick the vast majority of SKUs with our e-com e retail environment. And the four suction cups you see is to be able to handle the skew in many different ways. Using all three fingers, using the central finger, using all four fingers, or be able to grab and stabilize a product like a shampoo bottle. If you're picking it short side leading, you need to stabilize it. And so is the, is the innovation uh, 
around the, me the mechanism? Is it also the, the software? It's the, it's the whole platform. The, the innovation is that we're now taking it and made it a more standard product, a pro a product to seamlessly integrate it with our software. The previous one was, uh, um, uh, was done in cooperation with humans and could work as a collaborative bot. We're now we've taken that element away due to that the market needed a much faster robot. Collaboration wasn't that important, so we drove the whole development towards speed instead of collaboration. And so, so it's a market fit. You see that in the market, people are more concerned with speed. Yes. And uh, so it's now fully adapted into our Sync software. Uh, we've modified the gripper, so it's the next version gripper. And of course, the main thing with this bot is that it's self-teaching. You don't need any CAD models or anything to, to teach it. So very low maintenance, it teaches itself based so on the vision. If system. I understand that, some other competitors might have a system where they need to have a very precise 3D model of every yes. object. Yes. And now this one avoids that. I see it has an overhead camera. Could you just walk me through? It takes a picture and then, and then what happens? How yes. does it decide what to do? And what you see here with this bot is that it has one camera set. And that is all you need to be able to read where to pick from and just drop into a bin. And here are different versions. By just adding uh, two more camera sets, you can actually change the version of how the robot works to pick and place, meaning you can grab an item and place it within a small compartment in the target bin. So what it uses is uh, 2D and 3D cameras so that you don't have any CAD models whatsoever. It teaches itself and evaluates how to pick uh, an object. It remembers if the pick was successful or not. So no CAD models whatsoever is needed, and it's very quick to then deploy. Well, I wish you the, the best of luck in the Innovation Awards, and thank you. Thank you. Great stuff. Now let's move on to two finalists for the Best New Product Innovation Award. Joe Lau, Director of Product Marketing at Fetch Robotics, spoke to Andrew about their finalist, Card Connect. Welcome to the RoboHub podcast. Thank you. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Joe Lau. I'm Director of Product Marketing at Fetch Robotics. Could you describe the robot for our listeners? Yeah, actually what we're showing here, it's, it's a family of robots, uh, what we believe to be the broadest line of autonomous mobile robots within the industry. We have a number of material handling robots that handle anywhere from roughly about 40 kilograms all the way up to 1,500 kilograms. We also have a data collection robot tag surveyor that does RFID tag tracking. Wonderful. And what kind of sensors do those robots use? Uh, it's a combination of LiDAR and 3D camera. Um, the LiDAR is uh, ultimately for the, the navigation of the 3D cameras. Uh, enhance the overall safety of the robots. We also have a bunch of software uh, that's associated with uh, making the robots incredibly safe and even congested environments where you have a lot of people, uh, forklifts moving around. You know, all of these robots are connected to our cloud robotics platform, and that really is the beauty of the overall solution. And, and I understand this year at Promat 2019, uh, Fetch has been uh, a finalist for the Best New Innovation Award for Cart Connect. What, mm -hmm. what is Cart Connect? Yeah, so Cart Connect is a pretty cool solution. So 
the autonomous mobile robot uh, basically connects into what is uh, really a manual push cart. And so it allows for really uh, a really collaborative type solution where um, you have warehouse associates that can push around the cart manually, use it as a normal cart. And then when you wanna, want that autonomy to, to kick in, uh, our Cart Connect robot then goes and engages with um, the carts and is able to move them. Uh, and so, so, so from what yeah. I understand, uh, I'm seeing uh, the smaller size of the fetch robots, yeah. and it has maybe what I would describe like a little geometric hat. And out, yeah. out, outside of that hat, there are these two tapered cones that are yeah. sticking out. And yeah. so, so this thing can drive up to a cart which is completely you know, non-mechanized, just has roller casters, and somehow these cones uh, mate with that cart so it can, it can pick it up and move it? Yeah, well, so the carts are our own, and so there's a receptacle underneath the carts themselves that accepts the pins that come up uh, from the Cart Connect robot. And so uh, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that the, the cart is actually being picked up. It's not being picked up. The pins themselves engage the receptacle, and the cart then gets rolled with uh, Cart Connect. Mm. And I, I think that this is interesting. I've seen some other mobile robots of similar sizes that are very focused on picking, and they have a permanently attached set of bins. But I guess uh, what makes this one innovative is that you're dropping off and picking up carts of, of you know various configurations. So could you give me a sense for where somebody might make the full use of this system? Yeah, yeah. So if you're looking at um, you know a situation where you have a number of different types of workflows, and I think the simplest way to think about it is that you know with a solution like this, you can do replenishment and order picking with the same solution, uh, where you would have perhaps you know uh, ten or twelve of these car connects along with thirty or forty carts. And so the idea is that in some cases there is some dwell time with you know, any sort of fixed shelving solution. And what you don't want is the automation not moving. Mm. And so in that way, what you're able to do is you're able to keep the, the robots themselves moving and working and you're maximizing that, that, that automation that you purchased. Mm. Um, the carts themselves can then be used by people. They can be moved around and, you know, when they're all done, they can be set somewhere where the Cart Connect robot can then go and, and pick it up and take it either over to uh, if it was at a dock door, they could take it for replenishment. Uh, if it's for picking, they could take it out to pack and, out. And how, how have your customers responded to this uh, product? It's, it's been huge because it's not just warehousing. It's not just order picking, but it's also manufacturing where, you know, folks are using Car Connect to take parts from station to station or sub-assemblies from station to station. So there are a lot of different applications for it. And it really is about maximizing that utilization and maximizing that flexibility of the, the automation that you're purchasing. Well, best of luck in the awards and congratulations on being a finalist. Thank you for uh, joining us on the podcast. All right. Thanks a lot. It was a pleasure. And last but definitely not least, Andrew caught up with Karen Leavitt, Chief Marketing Officer at Locus Robotics, to talk about their finalist in the Best New Product Innovation Award category called Gramification. Welcome to the RoboHub podcast. Could you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Karen Leavitt and I'm with Locus Robotics. Uh, could you describe the robot? 
describe the robot? Well, it's got a great personality. It likes long walks on the beach. No. Um, let's see. The robot is an autonomous mobile robot. It operates as part of a fleet. It works collaboratively with human workers to ensure greater productivity in fulfillment warehouses. So it, it might be, I don't know, maybe... Uh, half a meter in diameter and, yes. and 30 centimeters tall? That's about right. The okay. robot, it's just a little more than half a meter. It's about 24 inches in diameter in, in uh, regal metrics. And, um, and how, how much can it carry? It can carry anywhere from, say, 40 to 100 pounds. And right now, the ones that we're surrounding, surrounded by have a, have a series of shelves on them? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, that's really one of the points to it is its versatility, mm-hmm. is that they can carry anything from... Um, totes that are designed specifically to meet a particular warehouse's needs to shipping cartons that go direct to the end customer. Uh, we'll work with totes that we design or our customers' existing totes. There are shelves that go beyond even the diameter of the robot. You've seen some of those that are wider. And it's really about fitting the solution to the problem at hand. You know, some things Speaking, speaking of the, the, the problem at hand, I understand that you have been uh, a finalist for the Best New Innovation Award yes, for the Locus Robotics User Gamification Experience. Yes. What, what is that? Uh, well, it's about turning what's sometimes viewed as a tedious task into a friendly and fun competition. Um, I know it, it may sound frivolous to some, but really when you, when you add that level of competitive spirit to it, it can, take a, it, can, it can really focus the worker's mind, make them a lot more engaged, and therefore more productive. So our customers are seeing significant improvements in productivity even beyond what they're getting with the robots without the gamification. So, so each robot has something, you know, a touch screen. You could think of it like, like an iPad in size. Yeah, uh, think of it exactly like that. What does the gamification look like? Ah, what is, okay. What is it? So it's not playing a game, but what yeah. it is is the users are working with the robots to pick merchandise in the warehouse for fulfillment purposes, and the workers all, you know, are have various skill levels. They pick at different rates. And of course, what's most important to the business is that they pick at the highest levels of productivity. Uh, and what this does is it allows the workers to sort of compete against each other for um, best performance. But, you know, that, if you're just, if you're competing against somebody head to head for best performance and productivity, it can often be demoralizing because, you know, you may be a beginner and they yeah, may be an expert. An expert yeah. So we also allow for team competition. And this is what's been really successful in the field because it allows our customers to set up teams of you know some more experienced pickers some less experienced so on any given day or any given week any team could win and it means that every worker knows that they're that they're working for their team to try and you know kind of get the ball to the end zone yeah yeah and and uh when you look at the results could you give us a sense for for exactly how much more productive uh, it might make a team? Well, we, if we start with the baseline, not so much of cart picking, but already our customers, even without gamification, are getting about 100 to 150% improvement over their, over their traditional cart picking. And then the gamification, we're seeing in early, uh, the early results, we're seeing about an additional 15 to 20% improvement, even beyond the robot picking. Amazing. So and, significant. And how, how does it know 
which humans are doing the picking? How does it assign the, the credit to the right people? Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's done that even notwithstanding the gamification, that's always been a feature of the Locust solution. That um, we, you, you recall, I think we've, when we talked before, that the robots and the humans are working as independent workers. And they collaborate together to make a pick. Um, so any time a human approaches a robot, the robot identifies the human through the use of, an, of a, a, a radio frequency tag that allows the worker to be identified. Um, and then when the worker makes the pick, the worker is always getting credit for it, whether they're being gamified or not, you know, whether they're participating in the, in the competition or not. Well, thank you very much. I wish you the best of luck in, in the award. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much, Andrew. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And that's it for today. As always, simply go to robohub.org forward slash podcast for loads more exciting episodes, news and views about robotics, including our previous episode from Promat 2019. And if you have any feedback for us here at the RoboHub podcast, we're always happy to hear from our listeners. Whether it's a suggestion for an interview topic or interviewee, a question about one of our episodes, or if you'd like to get involved with the podcast, simply email our president, Audro, at audro.nash at robohub.org. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, goodbye. Promat with Robohub, the podcast for news and views on robotics.